I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors. We get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hey everyone, welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. And we are here today with another American, but obviously we're here with someone who is an amazing coach and entrepreneur coach. So welcome, David. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I am an American and I am also an Italian-American. Italian-American. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm like, why did I say that? So people call you the America's Entrepreneur Coach. That's kind of where I was going with that, everyone. And I just want to tell you a little bit about David. So for more than 20 years, David is a serial entrepreneur and has started seven businesses from scratch. He thrives on growing and starting businesses. Today, he thrives on helping others start or grow their business by infusing the latest entrepreneurial principles into their strategy, which we're going to touch on here in a second. And relevant experiences, including being a three-time Inc. Magazine 5000 growth company. So the host of the Avante Entrepreneur Podcast, which I've been an amazing guest on, thank you, and a TEDx speaker, um, an adjunct professor at the University of Rochester and the author of Business and College Planning Books. And on and on it goes, right? You're welcome to go check out his website at David, and I'm going to spell this for you, M-A-M-M-A-N-O.com. Got it. it. You got it. I have the biggest question ever I want to ask anyone. Ready? Yep, I'm ready. I'm I'm sitting down. What's an adjunct professor? I didn't have those in college. Was is that like yeah. not a professor? Is that like a mini professor? Is that a full? What does that mean? Yeah, you know, it's it's basically a fancy name to yeah. still quote unquote call me a professor. But I am a very part time, low paid uh, teaching one class in entrepreneurship at the at the University of Rochester. So it's a way to distinguish the full time professors. Oh, right, the tenures, uh, the tenures, the tenured professors who usually have bigger paychecks and egos. Right. Uh, where I'm just a businessman that, oh, I'm also teaching some kids every now and then. So that's what the adjunct, it's like, I just say like a part-timer, part-timer Pretty adjunct. Much. Okay, got, okay, thank yeah. you for that. So It sounds a little sexier than part-timer, doesn't it, it? It does sound like way more intellectual. Yeah, the moment I left college was the day I graduated and I 
That was it. <laughs> like anything yep. in the world of university, <laughs> I was like, see ya. So I'm yep. um, not a big, yeah, I'm not in that world very much. Okay, great. So thanks for pointing that out. So let's talk about the real fun stuff, the seven businesses you started from scratch. So how, yes. many, how many of those are still like breathing today and thriving or have you sold off? Tell us about this. Yeah, they're all alive in different forms. Cool. You know, some of them I'm still running. Some of them I've sold and just other people are running them. Yeah. Um, my first six businesses all revolved around education, helping high school students with college planning. Hmm. So I started a magazine. I started a couple websites. I started a magazine for high school guidance counselors. Uh, I started an online school teaching life skills. I started an online college planning curriculum. So I've always been involved hmm. in, in education regarding helping high school students with a whole planning for life after high school phase. Mm-hmm. And then about a year ago, someone, uh, you know, people always call me, I'm sure like you too, pick my brain about being an entrepreneur, starting a business. So more of like the entrepreneur yeah, wait, side. So is, is it more like, hey, can we talk? And then you're like, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden next to you know, you're like, they're pick, 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 pick. And they're like, thanks. And they yep. go, see you later. Yeah, I've yep. had those. I've had those. So uh, real quick before you move to the next phase, right? Because I was going to stop on for something. So 2004, you a book published 101 Things You Can Do to Become an Outstanding Young Adult. I guess that's, that's where the transition, high, what do you call that? High school to young adult education phase? Yeah, that, you know, high, high school to college or high, high school, school to, to college. career. Okay. And once yep. you get to that, that's an interesting little niche. Yeah. You so, uh, you know, 1995, I wanted to start a business and I had run the college newspaper and I was involved in a lot of, uh, uh, you know, organizations that help young people with their future. And it just dawned on me, you know, wow, I should just really start a business that helps youth with their future. Mm-hmm. And then it all came together when my cousin was going to Rochester Institute of Technology, which is a very good school, but he didn't know why he was going there. So normal. I thought, oh my God, how many kids go to college and really don't know why they are there or why they're going? And I thought, what if we need to start a magazine to actually help high school students yeah. with planning for life after high school, but while they're still in high school? So that was the genesis of the idea of just helping young people with their with their future uh, while they're in high school. You know, that's a really, you know, it's a couple things, guys, and just shout out. So what he started was an information marketing business, which is something that I constantly am hounding that everyone should have an information marketing business where they're educating a particular niche, you know, to move them from X to Y or whatever it is. So this is interesting. Now, I will, I'll say my experience from that phase from when I was 17, 18, and mm-hmm. it, it looks something like this. I was in a cheerleading slash drill team. And they would sit me down and some high school, college, whatever, high school counselor say, what do you, what do you like to do? I'm like, uh, hang out with my friends and, you know, cheerlead. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, how do you answer that? I have a little, I'm a little bubble. I go to school, I come right. back, I study, I dance, I go to a party. I'm like, I don't have any experience in life. So it was an interesting right. little conversation. I actually ended up believing it. People always go, what? When I first got into college, my declared, de- declare, right? My declared yep. degree wait for it accounting <laughs> wow wow really uh fit you not no, not <laughs> then someone's like you can make money being a doctor so i was like yeah 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 i'll do that so i was pre-med and since my my uh let's see my grandfather was a doctor that like fit you know what i mean i was like okay oh, let's yeah. that kind of fit and makes perfect sense, it yeah. makes perfect sense and then i did that for a couple years and then i kind of woke up to that's not gonna work because they're making no money now um, and there's a Clinton administration. So I started to learn the things called the government coming down on a particular industry actually has an effect, right? So I learned that quickly. Anyway, so going back to you, your second book, Make Love in the Workplace, A Guide to Create Culture in the Office. That's a big jump. So how'd you go from teaching young people that transition to America's 
entrepreneur coach? Yeah, so a lot of young people, recent grad, recent college grads, just millennials, mm -hmm. these are the ones that would call me and say, hey, Dave, you know, we thinking about starting a business and can I pick your brain that we're talking about? And I, and I always say, yeah, let's be for coffee, breakfast, whatever. And I hope you're taking notes and, and pick my brain and let's, let's do this. So what happened was I, you know, I never was a college planner. I never was like an ex-guidance counselor. Like you said, I was, the, I was the, the aggregator of the content through the magazine and the website. We would just help students with college planning. But I never was a college planner. I always was an entrepreneur. And that's what I felt mm -hmm. very comfortable with. So one day about a year ago, this guy called me. And he was about 25. And he just called out of the blue to thank me to say, you know, hey, I met with you five years ago and I, when I wanted to start a business and took tons of notes. It's going really well. And I look back at my notes and I'm doing a lot of the things that you told me to do. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I really appreciate it. And, uh, and so I was like, well, that's so nice. Thank you for that. And thanks for listening to me. And then at the end, he goes, you should do this for a living. You were so helpful. You should like get paid to help people start and grow businesses. And, uh, and I had the phone. I was like, oh, my God, he's so right. I just got really excited about it. Got back <laughs> to the office, got together with Diana, my <clears throat> VP of marketing. And I said, let's start a website, davidbomano.com. Crazy name, right? And <laughs> let's just I'm going to become a coach. I'm going to become a coach. I'm going to help people start and grow businesses. We're going to have events that help entrepreneurs learn more about being a good business owner. I started a mastermind group for entrepreneurs, and I am in my element. We're still running Next Step, have people running that the day-to-day -day mostly, and I spend a lot of my time on the entrepreneurial coaching business, and I am in love with it. That's awesome. Now, when did you start that piece? I started that uh, really about a year ago. Wow. And so it's, it, you know, as far as getting paid for it, you know, I have four clients. I've done two events. I have a mastermind group. You were on my podcast, yep. yeah. the Avanti Entrepreneur Podcast. So I'm just, you know, I, I kind of exploded on the scene because uh, it's just so natural to me. I, 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 as they say, I have mojo with it, right? So mojo. I'm just loving it. Mojo. And are you now, that's interesting you said that. So you've only been doing it for a year. Now, did you, people, people ask me this all the time as a coach myself, right? So we're yeah. colleagues, as we call it. People always ask me, and I wonder if they ask you, what's your, like, why are you a coach? Meaning, do you have any, quote unquote, we call that credentials, right? Do they have credentials? What's your feedback or response that someone asked you that question? Yeah, I'll say, listen, I, I have been an entrepreneur for 22 years and I have made so many freaking mistakes that I am so credentialed to help you with your learning curves. Yep. And, uh, you know, and I've done some things right. I mean, obviously, you know, being an entrepreneur for 22 years, yeah. starting seven businesses, et cetera, you know, that's the feather in my cap. You know, I don't, I don't need some official certification. On, you know, it makes me actually sick to even think about that. But Whoever has one, that's great. It's just Good not for, for me. Like if I'm not, I'm not for everybody. I'm yeah. going to teach you through my experiences. And if that works for you, great. If I'm not for you, that's fine too. So a couple of um, things. I, I mean, I, first of all, I completely agree with that. I'd rather have someone like yourself. That's what I call been in the gutter. You know, I, I call it when yeah. I, someone asks me, I'm like, I have skinned elbows, you know, skin knees, oh broken yeah. jaw. You know what I mean? From being in the gutter or being on the field, you know, in the yep. NFL space, I've gotten hit. That's my reason why I can say I'm a coach because I've gotten hit. You know, let's let's talk about some of your I call them hits, right? Some mistakes or things that you've learned sure. throughout the 22 years. Well, what I have learned is, you know, like I said, I've started seven businesses, mm -hmm. but I've started, you know, probably 500 products. What I have learned is to really curtail my entrepreneurial manicness. I do have an idea like every other day and I used to just do them and I would drive my staff nuts. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood.
Are you a business owner that has a website but not tech savvy? Do you feel like a hostage to your web guy? The better question is, do you have a money funnel so people come to your page and give you money while you sleep? No? Then go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Imagine having a money site, not a website, for your self-published book, e-commerce products, local practitioners like chiropractors or lawyers. Get a money site, not a website. Go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. You know, what, what I have learned is to, if I have an idea, write it down, flesh it out, put it away, and then look at it again in two weeks to see if it's still an exciting idea to me. And then if it is, let's talk about to the team with it. If it's not, you know, let's just throw it away and move on. And that's just been much better for the, the rhythm of my, my team. I don't drive them as nuts anymore. And I'm making a lot less mistakes because, you know, it's so funny. I, I like I have an idea and I think, oh, my God, it's fantastic. And I'm so in love with it. And then two weeks later, I'm like, yeah, it actually was kind of stupid. <laughs> so I think just to really, you know, I have a little bit more um, purposeful process mm -hmm. to my idea train has, has been very, very helpful as, as I have matured as an entrepreneur. Mature. That's adorable. I mature. I matured. You never matured, <laughs> David. You don't have that. You know, it doesn't sound like to me. You're fun. That's good. Uh, you, don't, you. you want to stay with your fun. Now, interesting talking about starter. Have you ever done the Colby, the Colby A exam? In a weird way, it's kind of like the Myers-Briggs, but very different. You ever heard of it? I have heard of Colby. And actually, I think I took it maybe about have 10 you? years ago. I've taken so many assessments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, assessment. And I, I don't remember exactly what it said. When I, when I do the DISC, I'm like always 100% D, 100% I, yeah. like zero on the other two. So I'm, I'm a certified nut. There's no doubt about it. Well, so in the side of the index, I'm just only thinking of the Colby because the Colby comes up with basically four A, B, C, or D, whatever it is. And they mm. have a big one that's called starter, like the starters. And you're a starter. Yeah. And they always talk about starters. You got to have a finisher. You know, it's like having a head of a horse, but not the butt of the horse, you know, kind of thing. Right. So yep. it sounds like to me, you know that about yourself. You're a starter. You have an idea, an idea, an idea, an idea. And then yeah. you've created a team around you that are the finishers, which is critical. Is that, very I mean, was, so. was that conscious decision or was that like, oh, look at that, I've done that? Or is it just very conscious? I think I did it unconsciously at first. I surrounded myself with people that are very different than me. Uh, but now I, I'm very purposeful when I do it. Like if, if you look at my team mm -hmm. now, and, and what you're talking about is also sim similar to the book Traction, okay. where Gina Wickman talks about that, you know, usually there's a visionary who would be me. Uh, and then there, there is a implementer who yeah. would be what well, you're talking about, the finisher. And I'm very, I'm very purposeful in surrounding myself with the latter because, you know, I need people to help me implement my, my crazy ass ideas. Interesting. Yeah. So traction book, how any startup can achieve explosive customer. That's, that's really cool. Get a grip on your business. You can check that out, Gina Wickman. Yeah. I, yeah. That's why it was uh, interesting because uh, the Colby I took a couple of years ago, I was working with a team and they had me take it. And I'm kind of a mix between a starter and an implementer. I do it to mm -hmm. a point. I'm not a detailer. You know what I mean? I'm good at managing the details of others. I'm constantly managing and starting right. and managing. I found that really interesting. And listening to you, it's very conscious, you know, very obvious that you're a starter. You know, you're a starter. And usually starters are men more than women, believe it or not. And that's, mm. not, that's just in my particular view with, you know, entrepreneurs. It's like they go, 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 go. And then they surround themselves, usually, not all the time, with women who are real, women or implementers. We're yep. good at taking an idea and implementing it, right? Getting it done. So are we good at managing households and like all that good stuff? Yeah. So, I so think women are just smarter. I'm <laughs> oh, going to admit it. You. I really do. I think they're just smart. I think men are more like ready, fire, aim. 
And women are really good at saying, wait, 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 let me grab that gun. Let's aim and then we'll fire. Right. So, Right. Uh, you know, just, you know, generally, generally speaking, but I, I think that that tends to happen more often. Thank you. Now, speaking <laughs> of women, you just did an event recently for women. I did. Yeah, let's talk about that. What is what was that? Well, I love women. I sound like Thank Donald you. Trump, right? Nobody loves women more than me. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, that, that, is a, that is a stack phrase. Like, I love women. Yeah. Anyway, I love women. No. So, yeah, I just did an event. I, you know, I have these Avanti summits and they're one day boot camps for entrepreneurs. And I try to have themes around them. So I had one in the fall. And it, the theme was just celebrating entrepreneurial women. And I did it locally in upstate New York, and we, we did it locally. And we just celebrated some really great women entrepreneurs here. One woman, her name is Kitty Van Bordel. She started a, a Subaru dealership about 20 years ago, and now she is the number one Subaru dealership in that country. Wow. And, and not women. I mean, like anybody, right? And then she also is the Time Magazine Car Dealer of the Year. Not, not women car dealer, anybody. So we, wow. so she was our keynote, right? I mean, she's just kicking butt. And then just a lot of other local celebrities that have done really well in business. And we had like 200 attendees and lots of sponsors and just great content. It was just a, a wonderful day of, of learning and incredible energy. Yeah, I met you on the podcast. It was like a day or two after your event. You're like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember was. that. Sorry. No, that's good. That's fine. And, and, and events are exhausting. You know, it's, it's like a momentum, 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 momentum for like weeks, you know? And then like, right. ta-da, the event, and there's a crash, crash you know, so yep, yep, um, yep. I kind of miss the up and down. So let's, let's move into a little bit more of the EO organization, if you don't mind. I'm really interested. It sounds like you're part of that organization. Can you tell us more about that and what that is and for our listeners and, and what's your involvement? Absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm actually, I just got out of EO after about 13 years because okay. a lot of the things that I'm doing with my business are... They're a little similar, and I, I didn't want—I didn't want anybody to think I was being competitive. So right. it was time for me to move on. But that being said, it is an incredible organization. I started my local chapter back in 2003, and now it's—you know—it's completely global. Vern Harnish was the guy that that founded at the time. It was called YEO, Young mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs Organization, and then you know they wanted us uh, to stay in as we got older, so they they dropped the Y, and now it's just EO. There's local events, regional, national, international events, and it's just, you know, incredible learning organization. I learned a ton from speakers, from their events. Locally, uh, they have what's called a forum where we would, we, you know, eight to 10 of us would get together once a month, private, mm-hmm. confidential, share experiences, try to help each other. And you really form like a brother, sisterhood with these people. They're, they become family. So, you know, for any entrepreneur thinking about uh, something that they need to join to to bring their game to the next level, EO is a marvelous organization. Yeah, no, I've I've heard good things about it. I've never been a part of it. So what mm-hmm. would be the difference between, okay, someone just saying, hey, I'm going to be part of an organization like EO. There's a lot of organizations out there. Okay, so we're just, we're not picking on EO here. I just, um, right. there's also really a lot of great organizations versus yeah, yeah. hiring a coach. So this is a question I get all the time, you know, why would I hire a coach if I'm doing well? Or why would I hire a coach if I think I'm, I'm amazing? <laughs> right, know? sure, yeah. Well, that's why I need a coach, right? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right there. there. That's it, right? That's why. Uh, so what do you say one. to people? So you go in your back pocket. Right. They'll help you with that, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, what do you tell people why people need a coach? I think I'm asking, obviously, because I get this question myself. I feel there's like a, a conversation out there saying that if you have a coach, something's wrong with you or something like something has to be wrong with a person before they get a coach. I'm not sure where that comes from. And if you get that a lot or maybe you don't. But what, what do you think the ideal you know, client is for an entrepreneur coaching? 
Well, you know, first of all, if somebody thinks there's something wrong with having a coach, then then there was something wrong with Michael Jordan. There's something wrong with, yeah. with Kobe Bryant. You know, there's something wrong with Tiger Woods. Well, well, we know there's something wrong with Tiger Woods, but professionally, <laughs> you know, he has a coach, right? So every great athlete has a coach. And the purpose of a coach is certainly to continue the learning and continue the art of being challenged and questioned. But also what's wonderful about having a coach is just accountability and execution. A great coach will hold their client accountable and push them to execute what you know we have pre-agreed upon to be the goals and the vision. So especially entrepreneurs who tend to be very ADD, very manic, look, there's a squirrel in the window type of people. A coach is so vital just to you know talk to every week, every other week at the very least, just to keep that freaking train on the tracks and you know, look at the vision, review the vision, review the goals and make sure that we're not straying from it and that things are actually getting done in a focused way that also focuses the team so that everybody, as Jim Collins would say, you know, rowing in the same direction. And that's what the coach can do is just be that that rhythm of accountability and execution. And I love that, by the way. That's I completely agree. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own business? Then now is the time to start and grow a business. Hi, I'm Heather Havenwood. And as a female entrepreneur and business coach, I can help you double your income and triple your time off. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session with me personally. Go to coachwithheather.com. That's right. Go to coachwithheather.com. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. So what do you think the most challenges, the, the biggest challenges are today? I'm going to ask you two questions. What's the biggest challenges today for entrepreneurs? We're talking 2017 here. Um, moving forward, what's the future of entrepreneurs in general? What's the biggest challenges? And then the next question I have is same question for entrepreneur coaching. What do you think the biggest challenges are? So I think the biggest challenge for the entrepreneur is to really find a defined niche. Entrepreneurs are very famous for being pleasers and trying to be everything to everybody, and then they become nobody to, to no one. In my opinion, the, the, the entrepreneurs that are going to succeed, first of all, they're going to come to terms with, they're probably not going to be the next Uber, right? And that's fine, right? I think we all say, oh my God, I want to be in the cover of Forbes. Great. It's probably not going to happen. Just admit that to yourself and move on. You know, 99.9% of the people, you know, do not get, uh, you know, uh, millions or billions of dollars in investor money. They're just people like you and me, how they're rolling up the sleeves, making it happen day to day and doing whatever it takes. And the only way that is a really successful way to make that happen is saying, okay, who is, you know, the 80 20 rule? You know, who are the 20% of this population that's going to make up 80% of my business? And how can I super hyper focus and stay focused on that 20%? You know, Seth Golden, you know, small is the new big, right? Uh, Bo Burlingham wrote a book called Small Giants. You know, how can we really super hyper focus on, a, on just a, a really great niche and, and strive to be the best in that market, whether it's local, regional, national? How can we strive to just own and saturate that market and stay focused? So I think that's a challenge, uh, but obviously an incredible opportunity. Your next question was, what's the challenge for actual coaches? Entrepreneur coaches. Well, I think... Uh, Couldn't be a challenge. challenge. I'm just asking yeah. the future. I guess another question. Future or challenge? Yeah, I think that the, the, the challenge for me is to... Mm-hmm. There, 
you know, there's kind of a difference between a coach and a consultant. You know, the consultant starts to get like knee deep in the business and start like doing some work. And a coach really, you know, Michael Jordan's coach wasn't wasn't taking the shots for him, right? So the coach is really there as the one to, to like I said, keep the train on the tracks, be the, the, the guy or gal that motivates, that inspires, keeps the person accountable. Uh, now, if you want to be a consultant, great. But that's kind of, in my opinion, that's kind of a different role. You're actually in the trenches do, doing some of the work for the company, whereas a coach, you are really challenging your clients to say, all right, what are the three things that you need help with this month? How can I help keep you focused? What are, what are the three priorities that you want to get done this, this month, and how can I help you do that? What are your three challenges this month? How could we work through that? And really, a, a good coach is asking great, great questions to, to challenge and inspire and help their clients you know, figure opportunities out, challenges out, and, and getting priorities done. You know, a couple things I wanted to say. First of all, I'm laughing because I'm looking at my window listening to you intently and there's a squirrel. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you just said entrepreneurs. Oh, look, there's a squirrel. Right. Yep, <laughs> anyway, yep. it's a, it literally, there's a squirrel like right by my front window. Anyway, um, right. the other thing is, I, but I'm focused. I'm still focused on you. Uh, the right. other, yeah, no problem. I'm just like the entrepreneur is like, well, look, look, shiny object. <laughs> Seriously, you know, in the consultant versus coach world, this is, I mean, this is a great chat here about this because. I'm sure you get the same conversation that I do, which is great. Will you do that for me? Or you do it or you create this. I mean, for me, because I say I do a lot of online marketing coaching, right? Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, so you're a web guy. No, right. You know, no, I'm not going to build your site. No, I'm not yep. going to build your team. No, I'm not an agency. You know what and I you're mean? You're not a guy. I'm, and I'm not a guy. Thank you very much. So <laughs> <laughs> what would you say the distinction or kind of uncollapsing that between advisor, consultant, Coach, what's another word? Oh, therapist. I wouldn't really say that, but maybe therapy, therapist, first or counselor. Counselor. Do you find all those distinct or do you collapse those? Well, I, I think that they should be very distinct. And mm -hmm. I, I think it goes to setting expectations. You know, one of the things I tell my clients is I'm never going to care as much as you do. You know, you're all, you always need to care more than I do. You need to bring me things and I'm going to help you through these. Uh, so it's it's just really mm -hmm. establishing expectations of of what a coach is and how I'm going to help you and what does success look like because if you leave it nebulous they're going to start to you know not feel that you're worth the money because oh you're not doing the work uh, oh you know Heather she had this great idea but she's not implementing this 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 email campaign for me what the heck but if you were like upfront about like no no this this is what I do this is the value you're going to receive right. So I charge $2,500 a month. So it's 30 grand a year. And I tell people, and people are like, ooh, whoa, that's a lot. And I say, okay, how much do you pay your receptionist? And, you know, it's usually between 25 and 30, maybe 20. So, okay, listen, if I am not much more valuable than your receptionist, then listen, you're, you're going to get your money back. I mean, I, you know, for that amount, we're going to talk about like, how are we going to streamline your business, streamline your leadership, streamline your organizational development? Put your marketing and sales through the entrepreneurial lens, your strategy through the entrepreneurial lens. And, and, and they're like, that's, that's just talk about revenue. You know, where do you want to be in two years? I, you know, how are we going to get there? I am going to coach the living baloney out of you so that we're going to make this happen. But you're going to be doing the work. Uh, I am not working in your business and no one's going to care more than you. So mm -hmm. we get that straight. And then ideally they take the tough love, they sign up and the expectations are met. So what's the difference between that and like a coach versus just in general, like the word coach, right? The, yeah. For you, and this is, I'm asking your view, really, 
the difference between we already said back coach and consultant, so that's clear. But adding those words, advisor, counselor, what are the yeah. differences there mm-hmm. between that and the coach? Because these are questions people ask. I mean, if they're not yeah. from our world, the coaching world, I mean, I've been around coaches and business coaches and life coaches and coaches, coaches, coaches since 2001. Yeah. My dad owns a company called findyourcoach.com. Okay. So like I've been around the coaching world mm-hmm. for years. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I, I get it, but I get this question a lot. You know, yeah. what is the difference between that and advisor and mentor? It's a word you use mm-hmm. a lot. Mentor, counselor, what's the difference there? And I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Um, yeah, I haven't, I, you know, I haven't heard that too much, but you know, my opinion, advisor and mentor, you know, mentor would probably be more like someone who's just doing it for free. You know, I, I uh-huh. I've got a mentor and, and he's in my mastermind alliance. You know, if you read uh, Think and Grow Rich, that's somebody who's just going to help you out of the goodness of your heart, in my opinion, a mentor. You know, an advisor is, is probably similar to a coach. You know, I guess maybe that's, that's another word for it. I mean, a counselor, you know, when I think of a counselor, I think, you know, we're going to get into your psyche, yeah. uh, you know, probably more some personal issues, you know, some things going on in your brain that you need to retrain. So I, I would think that's more of, of, a, of a counselor, which, yeah. which I am not. I will be a business coach for your brain. You know, I will coach you on how to write the ask questions, the right questions to your team mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. you're not playing God and doing everything, but instead, you know, asking them great coaching questions to, to push it back to your executive team and your managers. Uh, I'll coach you on that. But, you know, you're having problems at home with your wife. Uh, you, you need a counselor. You don't <laughs> right, need me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because it all affects everything. Right. So I, I and I yeah. bring that up because I've obviously a lot of people collapse it based on how they grew up. You know, the only time they hear the word coach is baseball or football coach, you know, and then all of a sudden they're hearing entrepreneur coach or business coach. Like, I don't get it. What's uh, you know, is that a counselor? Is that an advisor? So thanks for right. explaining it from from your view. So tell us what what you got going on. And what you got going on for 2017, you and I spoke um, in an email and I've been in Vegas. So I haven't been very good on my email the last couple of days. I was just at the affiliate summit. So I've been completely out of transmission as they, they call it. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah. It's, and it's uh, Vegas. No. So why yeah. not? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Well, and, and I won't ask you what happened there. Right. So <laughs> not much. Just a lot <laughs> of talking. Much. Sure. Sure. Right. <laughs> Uh, no, what's happening for me is, and I think I owe you an email. I forgot. I'm an email quicksand myself, so I apologize. I, I feel so bad. Uh, I saw someone this morning who she's like, you need to email me back about our meeting. And it was like a week ago. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I hate email. <laughs> just say uh, I'm an entrepreneur that's like, likes shiny objects. and like. Just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, listen, I was about to answer your email. And then I, I saw a squirrel. So I'm really apologize. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Very sorry. So what's going on for me is, you know, still doing my coaching business, of course, uh, always, always trying to get more, more clients to help. I've had a lot of people contact me about learning how to be a coach. So mm. I'm actually starting a coaching school in New York City. It's going to be in April, April 6th and 7th. And I'm doing a two-day coaching school where I'm going to train people on how to be a business coach, uh, mm-hmm. you know, train them on my curriculum, and then also spend a half day on, on, on training them on actually how to get business, right? How to like, create revenue through the coaching business. So very excited about that. I'm doing two more uh, summits. Uh, so Avanti means next step in Italian. So my my uh, entrepreneur business is called Avanti. Are you Italian? Just really? A little bit. No. Little, yeah. <laughs> I, kidding. I, I don't know if you could smell me through Skype right now, but <laughs> I, I actually smell like garlic. So. Do you really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm giving you our time. Sure. I know you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just oozes out of you. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I sweat out of oil. There's no doubt. No, which is a loving way. I, I love it. I mean, you know, I'm from, I live in Texas, born and raised. It's rare yep. you come across Italians. Like it's super rare. It's just, it's one yep. of those like well, rare sightings. You know what I mean? 
And it's very funny, uh, you know, right. in New York, in upstate New York, it's, it's like every, every other person's Italian. Italian, so, I'm Italian. Uh, what are you doing? What? When I was a little kid, we moved down to, and this is in the 70s, my dad worked for Kodak, and we got transferred to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and, you know, so being an <laughs> Italian Catholic, I, I went from like upstate New York, Italian Catholic, like everyone's like me, to like, you're Italian, you know? Like, what's and, uh, they Italian? Uh, I, I don't like, understand. I, I, I mean, even at six years old, I felt like a complete minority, you know? <laughs> you were. <laughs> you I was. I was. Welcome. Yeah, that's kind of odd to be an Italian in Georgia. So you're yeah, an Italian in Georgia? Then. I think you missed a turn. <laughs> yeah, especially back then. I was in Marietta, Georgia, 1976. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's Southern right there. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Hi, ladies. So I started a Facebook group about my personal health journey and goal to step on a fitness stage in August of 2017. Join me and my IFBB Pro health trainer as we show you behind the curtain of what it really takes to be a figure competitor and be healthy as a busy woman over 40. Go to SexyBossSlimDown.com. SexyBossSlimDown.com. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. So you're doing two more summits, right, locally? Yeah, doing two more summits locally. One's going to be focused on education. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to really try to uh, you know, take my education experience and infuse some entrepreneurship and innovation into, the, into college presidents uh, hmm. because you know, colleges are being very disrupted right now as an industry. I think they really need to to look at their next 20 years of planning through an entrepreneurial lens. So mm-hmm. I'm doing an event for them. And then the fall, we're going to do an event for our financial advisors to try to, you know, kind of, you know, infuse some entrepreneurial strategies for them. It works very well when we have a theme. You know, we had the, with that, that women theme I told you in the fall. Yeah. So we're doing those themed events. And then my mastermind group, I it's a, you know, you're going to laugh. It's called Mangiamo, which means let's eat in Italian. And the reason we named it that is because we meet at local restaurants, we get a private room, confidentiality, have great wine, beer, dinner, uh, really sharing of, of challenges, opportunities, and we're just trying to help each other out. It's a great mastermind experience. Oh, that's awesome. Now, is that a year-long process with a mastermind, year-long, quarterly? Yep. Oh, yeah. People sign up for a year, and we okay. meet up every other month with that mastermind group at the restaurant. And then the off months, we do what we call field trips. We'll go visit a local successful business, get a tour. Get to talk to the owner and just, you know, kind of kind of continue learning on the off months. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, actually, I'm looking at your website, David. Ma- How do you say it? Uh, Romano. Like, David Romano. Think of, think of Romano cheese. Take out the R, put in the M. Okay, David got Mano, it. David Manano. Mano. I can't even say it. I'm too much of a Southern girl. My Mano. I'm just going to spell it for you guys. David M-A-M-M-A-N-O.com. So tell me a little bit more, if you don't mind, going to be coaching people and how to start a coaching business. That's really taking it to another level of teaching people yeah. how to do that. So tell I me, mean, you said that people started asking you, how do you become a business coach? Is that how it started? Yeah. A lot of people, you know, what's funny is I put an ad in Inc. Magazine for my coaching services. I would say about 80% of the phone calls I received were people that wanted to actually be a business coach. So I said to myself, well, you know, that's a trend. There's something there. So I said, let me just put together a coaching school. I've got a great curriculum. Everything's online. I have videos. I have, you know, downloadable uh, resources or worksheets. So I said, let me, let me take this and turn it into a curriculum to teach people, you know, my method of business coaching. And then also not only the curriculum of, of being a teacher, being a coach, 
but also uh, my method of getting business. So teaching them on how I get clients, teaching them on how I do events, uh, teaching them on how I created my mastermind group, teaching them how I built a platform to build my credibility and in turn get clients through their platform or platforms, right? So that's what I'm going to be doing. It's interesting. So how to do events, um, how to basically market themselves as a business coach, just going to like how to become a coach, kind of kind of the, the conversation, the, the main meat. Yeah, it's mostly curriculum based, curriculum you know, like based. literally like the content, the goods on, on how to be able to deliver a curriculum on, on, on how to be a coach. Interesting. Wow, I love that. That's cool. I love how you just like, hey, I'm going to do this. Boom, we're just going to have this happen. Do you watch The Profit? One of my favorite shows I do. Ever. Love that show. I love that show. You guys, you yeah. guys know what it is. CNBC has the, the Prophet with Marcus. I can't say his last name either. I'm really bad with last names. I'm sorry. I'm Baptist. <laughs> Got to name it you all Gentiles. on that. You Gentiles. I'm a I'll Gentile. That's that's my app. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm curious. And, and from that show, sometimes I watch the show and I'm like, oh, I agree with him. Oh, I don't. Just, I disagree with him. Do you do that yourself at all with any kind of shows? It could be Shark. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. And 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 a lot of it obviously is is hyped up for the sure. show. And yeah. Uh, you know, they got to do this thing rather quickly and put everything together in, in a short period of time. Uh, but, yeah, do I agree with everything? No. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, the guy's the guy's pretty brilliant. And uh, okay. I, I learn a lot from him. OK, so I'm going to wrap this up a couple ways. I want to wrap it up with kind of the what do you think the future of 2017 or the next four years? We're moving to a new what we call administration in the, in the country. Right. And a poten- yep. potential new shift in what's happening economically, which always affects entrepreneurs good or bad. We're not sure yet. We'll find out in a couple of days, I guess. So what do you think the future of businesses in America in the next, let's say, two, three, four, eight years is going to be look like? Well, I'm going to say I'm optimistic. I, you know, we have a businessman running the largest business in the world called USA, right? And, you know, when you think about our economy, we're the largest business in the world, our, our country. And so you have one of the largest, best businessmen in the world, running the largest business in the world. So I'm optimistic. I'm hoping that a lot of, um, you know, the discourse in, in, in what's going on with his, uh, either you like him or you don't, right. I just hope that he gets down to results. I mean, you know, he's got the House, he's got the Senate. So let's make some things happen from, uh, from a business perspective. That, that's what I'm being very positive, optimistic about. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited about that. So um, yeah, and it's not about really, I mean, of course, policy does obviously affect, but at the same time, it's the mindset of how he sees things. At the end of the day, it's, right. a, it's a business conversation, you know, versus a um, policy conversation. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, I just want to, you know, say you guys got to check out David. I'm going to say his, his website again, <laughs> David, M-A-M-M-A-N-O.com. I'm not going to try to say it because I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> I'm a Gentile. That's my reason. So David, David Mamano. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, record it. Uh, I'm going to send you a recording of it. And you, you could fall asleep to it every night. <laughs> oh, You'd be dreaming about me. <laughs> David Mamano. Yeah, I'm dreaming Mamano. about an Italian guy from New York. Italian guy New York. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Where can, else can they find your website? I don't know your website. We just said that. But also any of your books or your podcasts, anything that you want to share about your next event coming up and anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, davidmamano.com is, is my own core website, but I, uh, the name of my business is avantientrepreneurgroup.com. And that's where we have my podcast. That's where we have information about what's going on with our events and anything we're doing and a, and a, a broader perspective of our entrepreneur business. So davidmamano.com and avantientrepreneurgroup.com. 
Awesome. Any last words? Anything you want to share? Say, hey, you know, come join anything or where do you where we find you? Facebook, Twitter? Where's your. Yeah. You know, go to Facebook, search for me. I think I'm the only David Bomano on Facebook and Twitter and all that good Mm -hmm. stuff. LinkedIn, please friend me. You know, listen, I love people. I love helping people. If you want to just have a free conversation about what you're doing and see if I can help you at all. Happy to do that. David at DavidBomano.com. You know, I'm a people person. So reach out to me. I'd love, love to talk to you. Awesome. Thank you for that, David. All right, guys, this is the Heather Havenwood with with the wind. Check it out. HeatherHavenwood.com. All right, guys, see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to HeatherHavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200, and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a Sexy Boss Wrap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.